for the past year and a half, I stopped asking and I began to live very small. Have you ever heard of the, the story of the flea in a mason jar? If you get a flea, a flea can jump very, very high. But if you put a flea in a mason jar and you put the cap on the, the mason jar, the flea will only jump as high as the cap and it'll learn to jump only as high as the cap. And when you take the cap off of the mason jar and you take the flea out of the mason jar, it will continue to only jump as high as the cap. It will remember that it can only jump that high and it won't try to jump high again. It will believe that it can only jump that high. That's what I did for the past year and a half since the pandemic hit. I started to only jump so high. Welcome, girls, to the Get Up Girl podcast, where we are making you live your fullest and fun life. My name is Joanna Vargas, and every week I will pour into you with my stories, tools, and fun radical candor. I believe that when you ask better questions, up-level your habits, and get freaking real, you will have a happier life. If you're looking for more fun, more magic, and more joy, you're my girl. This one's for you. Are you ready? Let's create your dream life. Welcome back to the Get Up Girl podcast. I'm your gal, Joanna Vargas. Today is a solo show. I haven't done a solo show in a couple weeks. I missed you all and I am here returned all for you. Hope you listen to the, to the show with my dad, with my girl, Geneva, with my girl, Dr. Brandy, two chicks in a mic with my girl, Salome. If not, please go back and listen to those episodes. Those were really fun. I love doing those co-hosting chats as well, but back to solo shows. <sighs> Today's show is entitled, Is Your Life Big Enough? Ooh. This has been in my world, and I wonder if it's in your world as well. I'm going to take us back to March 2020, you know, depending on where you are, we're in the world, but March 2020, middle of the month, I was having a fitness class on Saturday and the next day was Sunday. And then I was at my fitness studio and the rumbles of, you know, the pandemic were happening. And that night I got a text from one of my instructors saying, Hey, we're going to have to close tomorrow. And I'm like, really? And I start doing the research. I'm like, oh, we have to close tomorrow. It happened that quickly. And within 24 hours, my studio was closed and we thought we were going to close for two weeks, a couple weeks, maybe a month. And I could take a breath. And I wonder if anybody out there was in the same boat as I was. I felt like I could breathe. It was a mini vacation. It was that energy of like, cool, I get to take a little pause. The whole United States or California gets to take a pause. All my clients get to take a pause. Let's receive this as a gift. Let's take a moment little vacation and we'll come back in a, in a couple weeks. That's how I saw it. And I was at this point in my life in March, 2020, where I knew things were required to change. 
in my life, it was time for a change. I just was not clear how they were going to change, but I knew it was time. It was nothing personal. It was nothing about the business. It was just, it's Joanna, it's time for the next chapter. And it was such a gift when we closed because I was able to to breathe. I was able to take time. I was able to walk in the mornings. I was able to process things that I didn't have time or space. Not that it wasn't time. I didn't have space to process it. What was next for my life? What was the next chapter? Where did I want to go? And now a year and a half later, I'm still, I still have the same questions. Like what's go, what's next for me? And this is my big takeaway a year and a half later And I'm sharing this because somebody shared this with me and I had a come to Jesus moment. Oh my gosh. Yes, I am in the same boat. She articulated it the way that I needed to hear it at that moment. And I wonder for you as well. And what I realized now looking back at March, 2020, it was March and then April came and then May came and then June. Am I getting the months right in order? (laughs) And there, all the restrictions were happening and more restrictions and more restrictions. And then we opened up again in June. We opened for two weeks, maybe less. And then we had to close again. It was like, I felt like a pinball and so much uncertainty. And then I made the the choice at the end of June of 2020 to close the doors completely and end the business and walk away from that and start a completely new chapter. Now seeing at that time in my life, it was required to pause. It was required to close the business. It was such a gift. It was very difficult. It was challenging. And it was such a gift and required at that moment. And I stopped asking for big in my life. I got really comfortable with less. And I got really very, very simple. And look, that's, this is not wrong. It's not wrong to do less. It's not wrong to choose simple. This is not, uh, that was wrong. And this is right conversation. It was totally required at that moment. And what I can see clearly now, I have been in questions and questions and questions for the past three months. It has been a season of questions and really having a lot of curiosity of how do I get back up? I am the get up girl. We are the get up peeps on this planet. How do we, how do I get back up more loving and more resilient than ever with more power? How am I going to get up without the, with more bruises? I want to get up fully healed. And so there was a lot of healing going on in the last couple months. And I can see now that starting the starting mid march of 2020 i started asking for less and i actually stopped asking period before let's go back to 2016 2017 2015 and even years and years before that i was a big dreamer and i am a big asker i ask God, life, universe for huge things and big miracles. I've always been that way ever since I was a young girl. I am a big dreamer and I never really lost it until the pandemic hit. 
And within these last three months, I've had the awareness that I stopped asking. And thank you for the gift of showing me life, God, universe, for showing me that I stopped asking. And I started living with less. And I began to have a smaller life. And moving forward, I'm going, I love the less. I This is the big gift that I got from the pandemic. I actually like less. I want white space in my calendar. I want nothing to do. And then I will choose to do it on that day. But let me tell you, pre-pandemic and like pre-pre-pre, like 2015 years, 2010 years, my calendar never had white space. And I had the point of view that white space was lazy, was I'm wasting my life. I mean, I had so many interesting points of views on that. And now I'm like, I love white space. Just last Monday, I was writing my calendar out. If you follow me for a while, I always put my week or my month, you know, all my calendar, the whole thing in my digital phone. I do it digitally. And then I transfer it over old school pen and paper with highlighters into my planner every Monday. And I do that. It's just like a really great process to do and really see how my week is. And last week was the most white space I've had in the, like in the last five, 10 years. And it was glorious. And I loved it. I I'm so incredibly grateful that I knew it was glorious before I would have been like, what am I going to do? I have no life, you know? And I did keep, I did things. I felt so productive yet. There was white space. I had choice before my calendar was choosing for me. Now I get to choose for me when there's white space. I choose. What do I choose now? What do I choose today? What do I choose tomorrow? What do I choose? I just keep choosing and choosing. When my calendar is set, I didn't get to choose because I might change my mind. I'm like, I made these plans two months ago, last week, and now I don't get to choose. Well, I always get to choose. You know what I mean? And I realized that with the pandemic, I started doing less and I started to increase my muscles of asking for less. And I stopped asking. It's been a year and a half since I've asked. And let me give you an example of what I mean about asking. I produced a music festival in 2016, you know, brought out about 5,000 people. And it was this incredible ask. I had a download one day, (laughs) best way I could is like just a hair up your butt, like, oh my God, I'm going to do this. Every single person told me you're nuts. What are you doing? A music festival? Like what? (laughs) Only big, big companies do this. And I'm like, I'm going to do a music festival. And I asked for a specific band. I asked to book Capital Cities. And I saw Capital Cities 2013 to New Year's until maybe one of those years. And I saw them on New Year's for the first time. So, you know, it's it's a New Year's show. They ring in the New Year. It was so much fun. I saw them here in Los Angeles. And there was a a feeling, there was a knowing. As soon as they came out on stage, I knew that I was that that band had something to do with my life. I couldn't articulate it at that moment, but as soon as they hit the stage, I'm like, that, that, that's it. And until years later, I knew what that feeling was on New Year's Eve. And when I'm booking this festival, I tell the booker, 
you know, she's the one that books and calls the agents for the bands. And I said, I want Capital Cities. And she said, you know, th this was like the height of their career when they had Safe and Sound, that song. And if you're not familiar, you know, just go to Spotify, put up Capital Cities and you'll be like, oh, I know that song. That song was on every radio station, on every commercial. It was just everywhere. If you go into Ralph's, if you go into Office Depot, <laughs> you go into Costco, they're playing that song. That song was just everywhere. And I wanted that band. And she said, oh, you can't book them. And I said, why not? And she said, well, because they don't really know who you are. You don't have a name, et cetera, et cetera. And I just kept saying, I would like that band. It was a question. I would like that band. And then after our conversations, I would go to the gym and I would go on the treadmill and I would play their music over and over again. And then there was a Beyonce song that I would play. I had this whole playlist where I would just play and I would envision the band coming to the festival. And I would ask, I would ask the universe. I would ask God, I would ask all of life. What would it take to get this band here? I would really like this band here. What would it take? It was a big ask. And I was, remember I was going to Trader Joe's one day and I'm parking and I get a call from the booker and she said, we booked them. We got it. And I was like, yes. And when I said yes, I also thought, yeah, I knew it because my asks, I always got a yes, pretty much from my asks. And she's like, I don't know how they said yes, but they said yes. Did that festival, had them perform. And that feeling was, is, and you know, as of now, one of my like probably top five favorite moments of my life, standing in the front row, watching them, and then looking at all the people on the street and go, I created this along with my team. Of course, they helped me. But like, I thought of this. I paved the way. I was a pioneer and I did this, that feeling. And like my ask received a yes. That was just one of them. Another one is I wanted a dance studio. Ever since I was 11 years old, I knew I was going to have a dance studio. And I just, I would ask the universe, I want a dance studio. I'm going to have a dance studio. Where is it going to be? And I got a dance studio. I created a 5K, a 10K run. You know, this is not a whole like, look at what I've created moment, but I'm sharing all these things with you because I want you to know of the, the big asks that I had. They were huge. And I noticed that many of us maybe have one or two big asks in our life, or do we have more? We just don't articulate them. And I had such a, a gift, like that was one of my superpowers. I'm really good at asking. I ask a lot of questions. If you ever sit down with me, I'm going to ask you questions. <laughs> We're like, oh, where'd you go to school? Where'd you do this? I just love to ask questions. I'm very inquisitive. And as I like to ask life things for me. It's like a little kid when they're like, Santa Claus, I want this. And I want this. Can I get this? Can I get this? I want this. I want this for my birthday. I want this for Christmas. And they just go on and on and on and on. And I, I built that muscle to ask life for everything that I wanted. Uh, my dance competition maxed out. Oh my gosh. I remember my mom and I fought on this. I was probably 19 or 20 years old. And I told her, mom, I have this idea. I want to do a dance competition. And she was like, oh no. And now looking back, I just know that she was just worried about me. She didn't want me to fail, but she's like, I just don't see how that's going to work. And, oh, and I got so angry because my asks, I'm like, oh, I get every, no, I want that. I get what I want. It was almost, it was like, not almost, it was, it was a, it was a tantrum. I was throwing a tantrum of like, don't tell me what I can't do. It was that energy. I was 19. 
20 years old, created this dance competition and it's still here today. This dance competition, we're going to have, we're going to be back in person. How cool is that this year here in Los Angeles? And, you know, I, I could say many, many more things. My boyfriend now, I asked for him. I asked. I'm like, I know he's out there. Show me where he is. Bring him to me. I, I can go on and on of the things that I've asked in life. And for the past year and a half, I stopped asking. And I began to live very small. Have you ever heard of the, the story of the flea in a mason jar? If you get a flea, a flea can jump very, very high. But if you put a flea in a mason jar and you put the cap on the, the mason jar, the flea will only jump as high as the cap. And it'll learn to jump only as high as the cap. And when you take the cap off of the mason jar and you take the flea out of the mason jar, it will continue to only jump as high as the cap. It will remember that it can only jump that high and it won't try to jump high again. It will believe that it can only jump that high. That's what I did for the past year and a half since the pandemic hit. I started to only jump so high and I got really, really comfortable and I forgot how to jump higher. I forgot what it feels like to ask for big. I forgot what it felt like to want a bigger life. And moving forward, I want to marry the two. I want to have them dance and like a big... You get two colors of paint and you mix them together. That's what I want. I want white space and ask for bigger. Where before I thought asking for bigger meant I had to work harder. I had to stress myself out. I have to choose a hard life and stress and turmoil and less downtime and less vacations and on and on. And my next ask is like, how can I have all of it? How can I have both of them? Ease and bigger. White space and bigger. How can I have all of it? And I'm like, no more. I'm ready. That was fun. I had a lot of fun in the last year and a half. <laughs> it was cool. It was like the biggest sabbatical vacation ever. And what's next? And I'm ready now to ask for bigger. It was so clear as day. I'm like, I get it. It felt off. The last three months have been like, what is this? What? There, was, there was a lot of information there and a lot of processing and a lot of healing. And as soon as I heard this coach say that about, you know, are you asking big enough? I went, that's it took me a couple months to receive the awareness of what I was asking. Like, what is this? I am so off. I'm off on my game. What's up? And that's what it is. Is your life big enough? Did you as well stop asking for more? Did you get comfortable during the pandemic, during the change? And maybe it's something else. Did you get comfortable in something completely different? Maybe it had nothing to do with the world stopping. Maybe it was something else. 
are you ready and willing to ask for bigger, to ask for more, and not having to do more? And where I am right now is like, how can I be more? Like just in my being, I don't have to physically do and to do checklists, do more. And that's my new big ask. And I'm curious to see where this is going to lead me because I, I got it. I got it. Like I, 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 ha- I like, bing, light bulb. You know, Oprah, how she says, oh, yes, it was that for me. And hopefully this can help you if you feel like, you are the flea teaching yourself to stop jumping higher. I adore and appreciate every single one of you. Thank you. Thank you with all of my heart and spirit for listening. I truly appreciate each and every one of you. And remember, if you want different in your life, ask for different, choose different and get back up with more love, more power, more of being. And I'll see you next time. Thank you so much for listening. If you loved this episode and know of another girl who can benefit from this message, please share it with your girlfriends and tag me on Instagram at Joanna Vargas Official. I love your DMs. Also, I would be honored if you'd take 30 seconds and give the Get Up Girl a five-star review. I appreciate and love you all. And remember, girl, to get up and live fully.